And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a po-po-po-po. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Jalen and Jacoby. We have Malika Andrews making her return to the show. I'm surprised she came back after last time. And now we have first time on Jalen and Jacoby, Jonathan Bilma in the building. What's happening, Jonathan? What's going on? Wait, so what happened last time with Malika, though? Uh, you know, we don't we don't take this very seriously. Okay. You know what I mean? And we don't yeah. try that hard, and we're unprepared, no. and we're just kind of unprofessional. We call it a pop-the-trunk production. Okay. So sometimes people are surprised by just how unprofessional we are. And um, I'm surprised. Okay. I don't think she knows that she's coming on today, actually. Well, I have Probably my notebook not. here. Yeah, see, we don't yeah, do notes. preparation for the show either. I don't know if you know that. You don't? Yeah. Prep- okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So you, <laughs> all right. first well, of all, very quickly, this away, then. All right. very quickly, um, yeah. of course, I'm familiar with you and your career and your history as we're colleagues, and I'm a big fan of of your work with the Jets and the Saints and the Hurricanes. Thank but you, sir. tell our audience a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do. All right. Let's see. <laughs> born and raised in Miami. Coral Gables, right? Coral Gables. Born and raised. And when I was seven years old, I wanted to play football. My dad said, no, you're going to get hurt. So I played soccer mm. all the way until I was 14. But I watched a lot of football. Only team I watched, Hurricanes. Yeah. Damn right. That was... 80, let's call it late 80s, early 90s. So which hurricanes were your hurricanes? Because they've had a lot of different so, like eras. Man, so I, I love the bad boy hurricanes. I'm talking the Ray Lewis years, right? Oh, that that yeah, was yeah. my favorite time when it was you hit, you dance, you celebrate. Remember the crop top right here? Of course. Here? So of course. Those were my teams. Those were my teams. Loved them. But the person who got me excited about playing for the hurricanes and only one to play linebacker was Michael Barrow. And maybe you remember this hit. If you're a college football UMFSU fan, he had a hit on Tameric Vanover in a Miami FSU game, lit him up, and I was like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah, that that's me. I was like, that, that, that's me. Uh, and then it was like, oh, he doesn't get in trouble. He, he, they celebrate this. This is awesome. All right, I'm a linebacker. So, uh, got to high school, finally allowed to play, uh, high school football. How'd that conversation go? So I I figure if I just bug my dad enough, he's gonna give in at some point. So my parents I, are Haitian, right? My parents are Haitian, born and raised, yep. and they came over culturally strict, very. Yes, so it, you, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. It's their their way of the highway. Yeah, and so I figured I bug him enough, so I bugged him all the way through middle school, and so he finally gave in. I was like, all right, fine, you go in high school, you can try out, you can play, but you have to have good grades. You can't have a C. All right, so I go, I play. Uh, they actually put me at wide receiver first because I was like tall and skinny, mm. and uh, I told Coach I, I want to hit people. Like, I, I want to hit people. Coach. I kind of want to hit people. Yeah. So he was like, "All right, let's try you out of defense and uh, play linebacker." Ever since, that's all she wrote. Man, yeah. So when you yeah. first put on mm-hmm. that Hurricane jersey, like for that first game, yeah, you didn't start as a freshman, right? You started as so a sophomore. I didn't. I started as a sophomore. Yeah. I was playing behind uh, Dan Morgan. I didn't redshirt my freshman year. And I was playing behind Dan Morgan, and actually the first game was a, a a wake up call for me to get ready because I remember I'm a true freshman. Dan mm-hmm. Morgan's a senior; he has all pre preseason All American, all this stuff, and I'm playing behind him. I'm just freaking happy to be there, right? Sure. Dressed out, I'm like, this is cool. All right, I'm standing on the sideline. I got a free ticket to watch team, the game. Team issued gear, yeah, you know. I'm like, this is cool, you know. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, Dan Morgan he starts throwing up. 
It's like second quarter. I'm like, just the first game? First game. My first game. Oh, ever. no. And he starts throwing up. So, you know, mind you, I'll, the defense is over here. I'm all the way on the other side. Like I said, I'm like, this is a free ticket to just yeah, watch yeah, the game. best seat I've had for yeah, a so game. I'm just looking and watching. And all of a sudden I hear, Vilma, Vilma, get ready. I'm like, I don't even know where my who helmet the hell is. Talking to? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm <laughs> looking at my way like, yeah, yeah, Vilma. <laughs> like, who the hell are they talking to? They're like, Vilma, get over here, get ready. I'm like, oh, man, here we go. So, uh, he, he ends up having, he actually left the game completely. And I step in and I just remember telling myself, find ball, see ball. Get ball. That's it. I was like, no, <laughs> so it's not overcomplicated. Yeah, I, like, I, I can't think, think about, about your coverage, yeah. your responsibilities, We're talking, like fire zones yeah. and all that. That, that was way over my head at the time. So I was like, all right, if you just go get the damn ball and you hit some people, you'll be fine. So I'll call the defense. I didn't know what the hell I was calling. I just line up. And I, oh, because you had to like people. run the huddle because you're like yes. the Mike linebacker. I'm the Mike linebacker. Yeah. I'm 18 years old, and they're all looking at me like, "All right, let's go, freshman. What's the call?" So I tell them to call. No one ever asked me, "Do you know what the call is?" Yeah, so yeah. I was just like, "All right, yeah, yeah." I knew where to set the strength, so I go, and I was like, "All right, set up, ball, Pew, gone." And uh, it worked. <laughs> it yeah. worked, and uh, that's crazy. Yeah. So from then on, I was like, "All right, that whole you know you're only a play away." That whole cliche. I was like, "All right, that that's real." And uh, from then on, so out of a hundred. What it's percent great. when you when you know you're going in the game? Yeah. What percent out of a hundred is fear, and what percent out of a hundred is excited anticipation? You know what? It would be no fear. It was it was lying. You're lying into a microphone, I, no, saying zero percent no. scared. I was not scared. See, that's see, we're built different. See, I that, wasn't that's, that's the difference between pro athletes and regular people like yeah, me. I like I would be like seventy percent fear. No, I wasn't scared. I, the only thing I was worried about was calling the play. Of course, I was like. It, I gotta line everybody else. You up. can do your thing, but you also have to tell everyone else. Right. That's, so I was that's like, let me just make sure I call the right play. Boom! I call the right play. That was half the battle. I won that. Yeah. So now I'm just, just like, all right, somebody, <laughs> just go hit somebody. I was like, see ball, get ball, see ball, get ball. Do you remember who you're playing? It was McNeese State. I'll oh, never so you're forget. Good. Oh, oh yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you have enough talent. You have enough talent. You can call whatever you want. Yeah. So they helped me out, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. I go and I was like, Pew. all right, cool. Did I mess up? Yeah, whatever. No one's saying anything. It's all good. So you said something to me earlier that I just don't believe. It's now, the truth. We spend a lot of time on this program Wait, talking about Jalen's waves and Reggie's waves. Right. Reggie, I want you to listen to this. <clears throat> Jonathan Vilma is spinning. Okay, 360 spinning waves. Okay. And say what you said to me off wax. Now put it on wax. Okay. So you want to hear the truth? I No, I want to hear what you said. I don't think it's the truth. What? Do you want to hear the truth? Yes or no? Yes. All right. So here's the truth. I wake up. Take a shower, wash my hair, get your hair, my hair wet. Get this my hair wet. This, this I get week. my hair wet every day. I wash it every day. I brush it, and that's it. Reggie, that's it. This man says he's never worn a do rag. I never, never worn put a do-rag. any product in his never hair to get his wig. Reggie, do you believe that? Yes or no? Yeah. Oh, Reggie's on your side. See, Reggie spends a lot of time on his waves. Yeah. Reggie, Reggie's got he's got the goop. He's got the do rag. He puts Nothing. two do rags on at once. Nothing. I got a brush. Look. I got this is my secret weapon. I got the nice little curve, curve oh, yeah. brush. Oh, that, that's a that's a thirty dollar brush right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's well, not five dollar brush. Yeah, that's well, a thirty dollar brush. You know the do rag, all that. No, no sir, no sir. Really? Now, I mean, you should, you. you should try do rag if you're trying to get waves, Jonathan. I'm just asking. Jonathan. I'm just I'm Jonathan. asking for a friend. I'm, I'm asking Jonathan. for a friend, Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> I'm just asking. Picture this me with a do rag. Slap me in the face if you ever see me in a do rag. What? Slap that, me right in the face. Like, do rags are not now. for white people. I could, I could Let's imagine. be honest. Let's be real. Eminem's rocked a do rag. He's different. He's different. He's different. He's a platinum selling hip hop artist. He's wider than you. He's a platinum selling hip hop artist. He's wider than you though. Mm, I can 
see it. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Tank top. I can see it. Do a couple push-ups. Is Eminem in your top five rappers of all time? Yeah. Yeah. Top ten? Oh, he's in your top five. No, he's in my top five. See, I think Eminem gets slept on a lot. Why? You know what? Like, I listened to his new album, and I was like, "There's something about getting older." Like. Mm-hmm. Ghostface just came out with an album. I'm like a Wu Tang guy, you know okay. what I mean? I'm older than you. Yeah. And uh, Ghostface came out with a new album and it, it, it slaps. It's great. But yeah. like, I listened to the new Eminem album and I was like, I think this man's too rich. Like, I think he's just not mad like he used to be mad. Like, he's not. Okay. He's got nothing to complain about. He's complaining about the critics complaining about his last album. That's correct. And I think he is one of like technically one of the best lyricists I've ever listened to in my life. But like, yeah. there's something about being broke and being hungry and being angry that just brings the best out of a hip hop artist. Okay. Now I will say this: none of his albums. Are in my top five. Oh, that's fair. That's so, fair. Okay, so he he is top five rappers. None of his albums will be top five. That's fair. Okay, good. All right, that's we're fair. on the same page, and I, I I have some respect for you. Are you going to um, tell the truth about <laughs> Bounty Gate? Yeah, of course. What do you want to talk about? Did y'all have bounties on players? No, you lying. It never got discussed once in the locker room. So, okay, how about can we'll just think from just a high high level? Okay, high high level. High high level. We're getting paid millions of dollars. Literally. At that point in your career, you're getting money too. Yes, literally millions of dollars. Do I really need an extra $150, $1,000? Yeah. No. If there's one thing I know <laughs> no. about rich people, one thing no. I know about rich people is rich people want to keep their money. Like people think rich people want to keep around throwing their money around. Exactly. But $1,000 is $1,000. No, no, no. So there's a difference in wanting to keep my money. I'm, I'm playing hard as hell. I keep mm-hmm. my money. And there's a difference in that and then saying, all right, I want to, Knock this guy out illegally or whatever you want to call it for an extra thousand bucks. No. Okay, let's say no money's involved as a defensive yes. player in the National I want to knock everyone league, out. But like I'm, t- I'm talking like uh, like twisting ankles in a in a huddle no. and stuff like that. Or, or so here, here's the second point to that. Like what is the what is the like where's the line drawn? The line is drawn where you don't want to do anything when it's off, off season. I live in Miami. Everyone comes down to Miami. Of course. I never want to be in a position where I see a player and he's like, oh, yeah, you're that dirty guy that tried to, as you said, roll my ankle. You're that dirty guy that tried to, I don't know, twist Top my arm or whatever, or, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. So for me, I wasn't the biggest. I wasn't the fastest. So it was always about respect. I want people to respect me as a as a player, as a competitor. So there was never a time I was going to do anything where it's like, oh, yeah, JV, he's a dirty dude. He's a dirt. Watch out for him. He's a dirty player. Like that, that. That doesn't. That doesn't sit well. That is a good point because you do live your actual life outside of exactly. those sixty minutes, and especially <laughs> exactly. when you're in Miami, which is where everybody goes. There's right. a reason Ballers is set in Miami right. because that's where all the players I are much, in the offseason. I, I felt good when whoever it is that I played against, I see them in you know March, April, whenever it is, and they're like, "Man, I really respect the way you play." I'm cool with that. That that's better than any thousand dollars I would have gotten for twisting someone's yeah, ankle. Yeah. That's that's stupid. So you've got a nine year old daughter. Love her. School just started again. Yes. What's she third grade now? Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What is the biggest challenge that you face as a dad right now with your daughter? Ooh. But besides the obvious of you know keeping her trying to not have her on social media and all that stuff, you know the biggest challenge I face is that. She's freaking smart, and I have to really. It's a gift it, and a curse. No, 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 no. It's it's really about I have to really explain what I say without 
BSing her. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. When she was three years old, I could just say whatever. Say whatever. Yeah, store's closed. I still do that. I'm like, yeah, it's closed. Yeah, yeah exactly. store's closed. It's five and I just BS yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't fly anymore. It's like, <laughs> that is right, tricky. Wait. Yeah. So she's like, wait, what do you mean by that, daddy? Wait, well, tell me again. And it's like, oh, crap. Hey, hey. Oh, that's great. Let's give people what they want. Had a wonderful time at Rembert's wedding this weekend. Big shout to Rembert. Great performance by Rembert. Just started in a tux and then took the jacket off and then took the vest off, then took the shirt off and put the vest back on by the end of the night. Like it was, it was perfect. So energetic. It was, it was just a great weekend. One thing that made the weekend great, hotel tonight. You know where you're going to be? You use open up hotel tonight when you're going to be on the road. Hotel tonight gets the best deals in all the hotels, especially if you're Going at the last minute, they have hotels for tonight, but you can also book in advance like my wife and I did for Rembert's wedding. You open up hotel tonight, it's the one-stop shop for booking hotels. You can discover the cool, top-rated boutique hotels. Here's the best part. You get incredible values. It's a perfect for weekend getaways, vacations, staycations, road trips, business trips, weddings, anything. They've got perfect hotels, and they've got really good descriptions, really good deals. It's easy to use. I absolutely love it. And they've got this thing called Daily Drop. It's a special feature on Hotel Tonight, available in major cities. You choose a city, and you unlock it, and once a day to score extra amazing hotel deal selected just for you. Once unlocked, the offers last only 15 minutes, so book quickly. It's super fun. It's like a game. It's like, do I really want a hotel that night? You can just do it. It's a great way to make a spontaneous trip happen. Some of our best deals are available via Daily Drop. Jonathan, last yeah. night, yes, Thursday night football, mm-hmm. we had a coming out party. My man, Whoa, Gardner so, Minshew so, the second. Slow, slow. Oh, he's the face of the league. He's <laughs> and he's making his MVP candidacy it's, already. It's not I even mean, Monday. They, You're already over. They, yeah, they, they fitted him for the jacket oh, in Canton. <clears throat> I mean, Gardner Minshew. He. I don't know. I don't know how this guy slid to the sixth round. Okay. I don't know how that happened. Just let me know when you're done. And I mean, I, 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 I mean, I, I, I know that he played in 17 different college football programs. That's true. But he finished up at Washington State. <laughs> got picked in the sixth round. Nick Foles goes down in the first quarter of the first game. Mm-hmm. You not the best week one, but look at these passes. He looked pretty good last night. So he looked very good last night. Thank you. I, I'm I'm very high on his accuracy, ball mm-hmm. placement. Mm-hmm. I'm very high Talk that he was prepped. He was prepared for yesterday. I'm not ready to sell him as you sold him to the Hall of Fame and put not on yet. jackets. Not no, yet. No, not no. yet. Okay. Well, here's why. Thursdays. I played in Thursday's games, mm. Thursday night games. Defensively, the game plan is simple. It's like, look, we got cover two, cover three, couple blitzes. That's it. No disguising, no uh, scheme. We're going to double this player or anything like that. So he goes out there and he sees, oh, it's cover two. I know where to go with the ball. Easy reads. Oh, it's cover three. They're not disguising. I know where to go with the ball. Oh, they're blitzing. Oh, single high. So for him, it was a very, very easy game plan where – they have their offense. Frankly, it was like a preseason game. But like, hold on, schematically. If you schematically. have if you have all these these blitzes and disguises in week two, can't you just run them back for week three? Like why no. why do you need the extra time 
to you, put these packages. You need the extra time because of the players. So similar to basketball, you look at the matchups mm-hmm. and you say, all right, the, at the receiver, our receivers versus uh, versus their DBs. That's a good matchup for us. Or you know, our linebackers or O line, etc. So once you look at the matchups, then you start to say, all right, this is the type of style of either defense or offense that we want to run for this game. When you lose three days to prep and prepare. Yep. There's only so much you can do. So uh, schematically, it's similar to preseason game, like preseason game number three, where the starters play into, well, they used to at least, into the second half. It's the same thing. So you have the top talent, but the scheme is very basic. So if I'm Gardner Minshew, I'm looking up and saying, oh, yeah, okay, I can do this. Boom. And you see it. He sets back. He gets back, sets, boom, fall out. Listen. Let's not take Gardner Minshew's moment away I'm not from taking him, Jonathan Vilma. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm not. I'm, I love the way he played. I like the way he handles himself. Let's I listen. Like Let's listen himself. to Gardner Minshew okay. after the game. A lot of people never thought I'd get this opportunity. So now that I do have it, I got to make the most of it. Um, so I'm super grateful for it. Uh, but I know, um, you know, through everything I've learned in my career, you know, the situation I'm in, I may only get one. So you got to make the most of it. So I like him. I love it. He got personality. Love it. So you know that he it famously uh, works out naked in the locker room. I've never wait, been what? in an no, NFL wait, wait, no, no, no. You, you can't no, just say that one jo- time. He's got a jock strap. And he just stretches. Hold on, hold on, wait, start over. Just in a jock strap. He he stretches so after naked the game. Or in a jock- he says mainly in a jock strap, but he has admitted that sometimes he is naked. I've never been in an NFL locker room. Is that something you've ever seen before? So he is working out. It's, he does like that uh, Tom Brady like band pliability thing, you know the in bands, a jock strap. in a jockstrap in the locker room. after practices and games. I have not seen that before, and yes, that is different. Yes, <laughs> he beats he but beats to his own drum. Whatever works for him, right? He's, yep. he's got the stash going. Listen, he won and he played really well. So whatever works Good for, for him, him, keep it going. Well, he also is Gardner Minshew the second. But his dad is not named Gardner Minshew, which Flint. is yes, his dad is named Flint. Let's just check in on Flint watching the game because Flint looks like Wait, he's ready look, to check in. Look at look at how look at Flint he is. Look at that. Look at Flint. Look at that face. Flint does power cleans. He still squats. <laughs> he does. He is jack. Like he could play O line right now. He really could. And he's also like keep in mind his son is on the field playing well, but he still yeah. seems angry. Yes, he still seems angry. <laughs> like I really feel like. Flint could could play yes. right now. Uh 100%. Flint, yes. Flint definitely played high school football he, and he still talks oh, about it. Oh, 100%. Today. And yeah, he's still well, after 3 beers he'll tell you Napoleon about like, the Dynamite. Third play. Give me the name. Give me the name. I don't Napoleon, know. Napoleon Dynamite the, the I, movie Napoleon. I don't know. Dynamite. I watched it like once. I have oh, watched it. Uncle Rico, there oh, we go. Come <laughs> on. Uncle Rico with the headband and he's still playing. I mean because it is the NFL, we always talk about the quarterbacks and the quarterbacks only, but yeah. since we have you here, okay. Let's celebrate the Jaguars defense. They got after. Mhm. Marcus Mariota, nine sacks. Class Campbell did his thing. You know thing. what school he went to? University of Miami, I believe. No, the U. The U. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. Oh, thank I'm you. sorry. I'm sorry. You want to do it again? That was a dry yeah, run. Ask me again. Ask me again. Ask me again. Do you know what school he went to? The U. Thank you. Exactly. Bang. Exactly. You know who rides for the U more than you do? J- J- Jalen Rose. For someone who went to Michigan. So, I didn't know that. Yes. And then he told oh, yeah. me. We were on Get Up. He told me. That was, oh, yeah. That's awesome. So what do you think of what you see from the Jaguars defense yesterday? What I see is that they need to make amends with Jalen Ramsey. Mm. That's what I see. I see a defense that is good enough to win the division. I see an offense, if Gardner Minshew continues to play the way he, he did, that can win some games. You win a division, you're hosting a playoff game. So. Yeah. I don't see why we're going to – if I'm the head coach, I'm Doug Marone. I understand I have my principles and, and you know, players have to follow that. There's also a time when you say, look, 
this is a real opportunity that I have here. Yeah. And I don't want to squander this opportunity just because I'm at a stalemate with one of my players. It's what we talked about, you know, before we came on. Football, team sports in general is the greatest way to learn how to manage, to learn how to lead, to learn how to deal with different personalities, to learn how to take a different, a different person's perspective of where they grew up, how they grew up, and then how they think and operate. So if I'm Doug Marone, I, I'm not telling him give in to Jalen sure. and everything he, he's doing. I'm saying have a conversation with him before you let him out the door because he is a tremendous cornerback and you have a real opportunity to get to the playoffs before you let him out the door. Talk to him. You and Tom Coughlin. Just talk well, to him. So Josina Anderson, our colleague and friend, she's reporting that Jalen Ramsey doesn't expect to play for the Jags in week four. Mm-hmm. And there's many teams, Baltimore, Kansas City, Minnesota, Oakland, Philly. Of course. And Seattle. He's one of the best corners asking, in the league. Asking about him. He, yeah. He actually didn't play great last night. I don't know if Which you noticed is fine. that. Which is fine. People have off days. Sure. But um, but here, how about you're this? telling me that... Is this still this is still repairable? The relationship between the Jags. I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm saying if, if I were in Doug Marone's shoes as a head coach or Tom Coughlin as a president, it's always repairable until he's gone, mm-hmm. right? Because I I make the decisions. I'm the boss. So if I'm in their shoes, yeah, we had a tiff when we had a couple tiffs, and maybe I don't like his personality. I, I hear all that, but I have a talk with them to see if you can come to terms some way, form, or fashion. If you can, great. If you can't, I get it. and I understand, but I would hate to see that their last interaction, so to speak, was some heat-of-the-moment argument, and now all of a sudden, you know, we can't have a... It's, it's like having... You're married, correct? Yes. All right. You get into a heated argument with your wife. All the time. It's not an end-all, be-all. No, I just say you're right, and then we move on. I just, I just apologize and say you're right, and then we move on. That's how so that works. So you, you've learned. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the biggest pieces of advice people get married. I'm just like, just don't worry about being right anymore. Just worry about moving yeah, on. Get, get it back. Yes. Just get it back. Well, if that wasn't the only football last night. We had some college football last night. I know you pay attention to the college game. Yes. Tulane and Houston. Yes. Tie game. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of the game. They're not taking a knee. The a sneaky risky. handoff. Sneaky handoff. That gets them to about midfield. And you look at the time. There's 12 seconds left. Look at that handoff. That's a good play. That like was they, good they, play. they practiced that, that sneaky okie doke move. This is the play I can't This stand. though. Like you gotta make this tackle. Like so this, look at the clock. Nine seconds left. Those are the middle of the field. Look at that. Three guys, none of them wanted to no tackle. One, I thought you were going to tackle. No yeah. way you were going to tackle. I thought you were going to tackle. It's a great play, but it's that is bad defense more than a good offense. Dude, and, and, I, then, and then we get this. And then we get this. There's nothing I love more than old white dudes celebrating with their team. <laughs> you know? There's nothing but, I love more. I like the ones that try to dance. Yes. And, they, yeah, and they hurt themselves yeah, yes, trying to yes. dance. You saw Mac Brown. Mac Brown was doing, I don't yeah. know if that was like the Macarena or <laughs> whatever. After a win, it doesn't matter. <laughs> if you win, it doesn't it. matter. What do you yeah. think about the finish of this game? I'm a defensive guy. I can't I stand it. I know what you're going to say. Stand it. Yeah. I, and I don't want to take away from Tulane, but this is the problem when the NFL is finding everyone for every soft hit that's mm-hmm. out there. And then now they're just trickling down to college into high school ranks. I mean, it's just bad, bad football. Just tackle. Do you think, I know this is a larger conversation, but do you think the lack of contact in practice leads 100%. to percent tackling? 100%. A hundred percent. If you are a basketball player, the way you get ready for the season is by scrimmaging and playing yes. basketball games. Yes. You don't do uh half court basketball and then just throw yourself right into a basketball game. Same thing with soccer, any other sport. Mm-hmm. Football is the only sport that I know of right now that everything is being watered down in practice, yet 
somehow they're supposed to just can't walk through, walk through, walk through, walk through, and and then go hundred percent. No way, no way. And you know, Sean Payton, when I played with the Saints, he did a great job of when we practice. Sometimes it was live. Actually, more times than not, it was it was live. And why? Because we had to get our bodies ready. And yeah, unfortunately, some people would get hurt. But the the overall good or benefit of having those practices outweighed the one or two individuals that would get Got hurt. Got your Super Bowl ring. Got, a Got Super your Bowl Super Bowl ring. ring. Yep. Where's the Super Bowl ring? It's in my You back. have it on you now? No. Uh, if I have my backpack here, I have it. Wow. You carry it with you at all times? I carry it with me at all times. Oh, yes. Will you break it out for next segment? Uh, if I have my backpack here. Right yeah. now, it is time for News That Matters. So, yeah. military pilots are flying mm. in the sky. And they videotaped basically a UFO, an aircraft in the sky. You see it right here. It doesn't have wings. It doesn't have jet propulsion. It rotates in the sky. Okay. And the Navy, now a spokesperson for the Navy, all right, came out and called it unidentified aerial phenomena. I showed you the video earlier. Do you believe Mm -hmm. there are alien aircraft flying in our atmosphere? 100%. Thank you, Jonathan Vilma. 100%. Thank you. What else is that? Yeah, that's an unidentified flying object. It's an exactly. alien. It's an alien. It's not human made. It's that, not a drone. That, thank you. See, it's... Jalen doesn't believe in this stuff. Nope. So what we, does he think it is? So, so now, but now what is the question? Let's, let's, now what? Okay. What do we do now? That we know we're being, we're being surveilled by aliens. What well, do we do now? Well, it, it's, it's, the first what is give us all the information, Navy, right? You, mm-hmm. they've been hiding mm-hmm. all this information. So give us everything. You want Storm Area 51 with me? No, not really. I, I got work to do. Okay. But okay. okay. On, on my maybe off day. Maybe a couple off days. We'll work something out. Maybe I'll, I'll bring my daughter. You bring yeah. your kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> make it a family thing. Yeah. Make it a family thing. We'll all get shot together. We might do that. Yeah. It'd be great. But, but <laughs> first, give give us all the information and then let us decipher it. And let me rephrase that. Let people much smarter than me decipher what this <laughs> information yeah, yeah, yeah. means. We don't need this information. Uh, yeah. That's not for me and you. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. We're going to talk about football in this room. Exactly. We'll let other people work out their relationship with the alien yes. life beings. And then Good, let's it. go there. Perfect. Ryan Fitzpatrick will no longer be the starting quarterback for the Dolphins. They're mm. going to start Josh Rosen. Mm. What do you think about this move from the Dolphins? Mm. <laughs> you can't even say it. <laughs> you can't even say it. Uh, you know... Uh, Fitzpatrick knew what he was getting into. Yes. And so he gets his money. And yeah, he didn't sign a six-year deal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, and you can't really blame him for everything that happened in the Ravens or the Dolphins game. But he's a smart guy, Harvard grad. He understood that it's just a matter of time before Josh Rosen starts. Mm-hmm. The timing of putting Josh Rosen in now can be viewed one or two different ways. I had a nice conversation, discussion, agree to disagree with uh, Lewis Riddick about this, where Lewis Riddick is completely against putting in Josh Rosen right now, given that <clears throat> there is no talent, the team is tanking, yes, and you are setting this man up for failure, worse, injury. Okay, mm-hmm. I hear that. But if I'm the Dolphins organization and we traded for this man... And we are trying to figure out, is he going to be our franchise quarterback or not? You got to play him. This makes sense to me. You got to play him. You know who Ryan Fitzpatrick is. You know he's not going to be in your uniform for in years to come. Right. And you're assuming that Josh Rosen can turn into that. So why not give him the keys to the car now? Look, I hear you. And then my argument was, 
you can still, whether he has a great season or not, they go three and 10, whatever it is. They're not going to have a great season. We can say it right now. Oh, and 16 is looking like, right? (laughs) Yeah, we can say it right now. Regardless, you can still see if he has the ability, right? Peyton Manning went three and 13, but you still saw this guy can play. We need to put a few pieces around him. So you can find out about Josh Rosen if he has whatever it is that the Dolphins are looking for. The problem is that the Dolphins don't know what they're looking for. They really don't. They don't know what they're they looking for. I don't for. think the Dolphins really know what they're doing. But for those of you who have forgotten about Josh Rosen, let's just refresh your memory a little yeah. bit about yeah. this man. Remember he was at UCLA. He had a hot tub in his dorm room. Let's not forget that. That's one thing I loved about this guy. <laughs> he did go 3-10 and 10 as a starter last year, but the Cardinals team wasn't exactly well, look, look a contender. At bullet point number two, drafted 10th overall, a quarterback, mm-hmm. drafted in the top 10. You don't see them just get traded away like that. And then you don't see them now get thrust into this, uh, whatever fire, dumpster fire that's going on with the, Dol- yes. the Dolphins. Like, you don't really see that. So I'm trying to understand what did the Arizona Cardinals see that said, you know what? He's not our guy. What are the Dolphins seeing there saying, mm, we don't know what we just I got? I think the Dolphins are hoping that the Arizona Cardinals were just so in love with Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. That they were willing to give them Josh Rosen at a discount. Okay. But there's another side of that coin, which is the Arizona Cardinals had him at training camp. They had him all year, and then they decided to replace him. And maybe there's a reason for right. that. Right. That's the other side of the coin right there. He can throw the ball, and he's smart as hell. Those are two things. We'll that- see. If he was smart enough to put a hot tub in the dorm room, then, exactly. then I'm, on so we, and, I'm on board. You know he's That's got the kind of quarterback moxie. I want. Well... <laughs> Cam Newton was in a boot this week. He is questionable for week three. And, of course, mm-hmm. the media has some questions for Ron Rivera. Let's see how he handled it. Not would well. you think Cam would travel in either event, or would that be decided tomorrow? So you guys want to watch, sit there and watch, so you'll have to wait and see. I'm not going to talk about it anymore, guys. I mean, let's talk about it at Arizona. I mean, I haven't really talked about Arizona you know, so it'd be good to answer those kind of questions. Before the opener, you were 100% confident he was going to be ready to go. Where are you on that level now? I just asked you to ask me questions about somebody else. I'm not going to do this anymore, okay? I told you, I won't know anything until tomorrow, okay? Thank you. So hmm. now you work in media, yeah, right? So now you see it from my perspective a little bit. Of course, we're going to ask you about Cam Newton right. because you're the coach of the Panthers and Cam Newton looked hurt when he played last week and he's in a walking booth this week. Yeah. What's the other side of that? The other side is he said, I will tell you more tomorrow. Respect that. that. That's all he's saying. I will tell you more tomorrow. I want to talk about what I want to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And then I will talk about what you want to talk about tomorrow. Give and take. That's all he's if saying. If you are the Carolina Panthers, do you start Cam Newton in week three? He's either starting or not playing. It's one or, uh, yeah, not dressing. Yeah. It's one or the other. So I don't start him. He's not playing. He didn't look right. He did not look right. Yeah. He did not look right. Let's get Cam Newton healthy. I feel like they felt like this offseason was going to be enough to get him back to 100%, and clearly it was not. It's not going to be one game, though. That That's the thing about this. He's If he's injured or hurt or mm-hmm. whatever we're anticipating from what we see, this is like a two-, three-month-long process. It's not going to be a quick fix. Well, Panthers-Cardinals isn't exactly the game that I'm locked in on this weekend. I am locked in <laughs> on sure? the you matchup sure? between <laughs> Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Ravens against the Chiefs. I've heard of the those guys. The two most exciting quarterbacks we have in the game yeah. this season. What do you expect to see 
this Sunday from these two. Oh, a little bit more of that Oof. right there with Lamar Jackson. He barely some stepped bombs. into that throw. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And then definitely Mahomes doing that. So we know Mahomes can do it against any defense at any time. He's that freakish of an athlete and very, very good at quarterback and reading defenses. Lamar Jackson has been the surprise for everyone. And, they, yes. and you know, I watched him at Louisville, and I said – when he sits in the pocket, he's not an accurate passer. All of a sudden, I watch film now. That's changed. He's pretty damn good. That's changed. So I'm like, wow, this is awesome to watch because if he can keep this consistency, granted, he played the Dolphins. Bleh. He yeah. played the Cardinals. More. Bleh. So we go against the Chiefs. The Chiefs aren't a, a powerhouse defense. Not by a any defense. Stretch of imagination. Not a defense. No. But this is a good test for him. Now, I believe the run game is going to help him out. Mm-hmm. The offensive coordinator is going to help him out. And if he is consistent, he's been a, he's a rhythm quarterback. So if he can get those throws in early, I see a 41, 35 yeah, can yeah, go either yeah. way. That's the thing about the Chiefs can games. Can go either way. That's the thing about the Chiefs games. They're going to score a lot of points, but that's they're right. also going to get scored on. Like, don't forget, they were down 10 nothing to the Raiders. Yeah. And there was a part of me that's like, are the Raiders about to beat the Chiefs? And then we all know nah, what happened unanswered. then. Yeah. But one thing that's going to happen for sure, we're all going to tune into this one. Oh, yeah. We're all going to be tuning into this one. It's going to be an exciting It might game. be game of the season. It could be this early. Be. We will see. Jonathan. Here are my notes. We have... Oh, I've never worked with someone who's prepared for the show. <laughs> we have the Saints and the Seahawks facing off. Obviously, the Saints are without Drew Brees. Yeah. Sean Payton refuses to name a starting quarterback, but we know it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater, right? Of course. How much Taysom Hill do you think, do you think we'll see? Uh, as a true sit in the pocket quarterback, maybe 10%. As a gimmick guy, 20%. Teddy Bridgewater is the highest paid backup. He is the starter. Mm. That's, and Sean Payton, oh, by the way, kind of knows quarterback position. Yes. So there's a reason that they paid him and paid him handsomely. So he will be starting. The yes. only reason he said that he doesn't know who the starter is because he doesn't want the Seahawks to prepare. Right. And he doesn't have for to. Teddy right. If he doesn't have to say who the starter is, then he won't. And why would he? Exactly. Sure. sure. Who do you think wins this game? Saints have a chance? Saints do have a chance. Ooh. Seahawks win. Saints do have a chance. You're not just saying that because you played for the Saints. That's my second home. Okay. And they're still okay. going to lose. Who that? <laughs> Who that? We have the Browns coming off of a win. Yes. They're facing the Rams. NFC champions. Do the Browns have a shot? They're at home. The Browns have a shot. Everyone has a shot on any given Sunday sure. besides the Dolphins. <laughs> but the Rams are going to win. The Rams are going to win because it's the Browns can't protect Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield can't get the ball out of his hands. And, oh, by the way, two-time reigning defensive MVP, Aaron Donald, he's coming into town. So mm-hmm. that well, we see how that matchup's going to work. Will we ever see the Browns offense that we expected when they made all the offseason acquisitions? Yes, uh, next year or the year after, you okay. need a couple uh, upgrades on the offensive line. Danny Dimes makes his debut. Don't start that. Danny Already. Dimes Don't makes his debut. That. He is the best preseason rookie quarterback I've ever seen. It was preseason. It was see that? preseason. You see those Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones is making a start. They're mm. playing the Bucks, who haven't looked great this year. They've, they've looked okay. But okay, they looked okay. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Do the Giants have a shot? With Danny Dimes, with Danny I, Dimes, I, I, with Danny saying, Dimes. Let me start over. With Daniel <laughs> he refused, Jones, he refused yes, to say Danny Dimes. <laughs> yes, they have a shot with Daniel Jones. Yes. Um, to be honest, their defense stinks. Yeah. I'm talking about the Giants. So yeah. I'm looking at Jameis Winston. Actually, have a pretty good game. Ten yeah. days rest. Yeah, might yeah, might, might not want to start in fantasy. Might want to start Jameis Winston in fantasy. Yeah. He's available on the waiver wire. Throw him out there. All right, we move to the college games on Saturday. 
Looking at my notes. The biggest game we had. Those are blank piece of paper. What are you talking about? Your notes. <laughs> the biggest game we have is Notre Dame against Georgia. Yes. Matchup between number three and number seven. What do you expect to see in the night game on Saturday? I expect Georgia to run away with this, literally run away with this. They are so much faster than Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And that's always been Notre Dame's issue. When they face the the top-tier talent, they can't keep up with the speed. Frankly, the receivers, Ian Book, he's good. The receivers won't be able to get open. Why? Because they have lockdown corners at Georgia. And, oh, by the way, they're faster than the receivers. So how are you going to get the ball off? I see Georgia winning, what's the spread, 14 I don't, um, it's illegal to gamble in New York State, so I don't know the spread. I think it's like 14. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank in you. Georgia, they took all the Irish Spring love soap it. off the shelf. Sophomore they, they're, they're like the 12th man. I love it. Yeah. Every, everybody's in. Everybody's in. Georgia, in. I've been to Athens, like, it's yeah. Georgia football. And that's and it. And there's nothing else. But yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's like, there's it's nothing Georgia else in football, Athens. and that's it. Yeah. Finally, Jalen Rose is not here. Okay. So we can be honest about the Michigan Wolverines. Okay. They, are facing Wisconsin in Wisconsin. I think they're going to lose. Jalen's not here. They're going to lose. I think they're going to lose. It's not I think they're going to lose. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. They are going to lose. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. And they're going to lose to Ohio State. And they're not going to win the Big Ten. They're not going to make the playoffs. Four loss At what point are we going to start talking about Jim Harbaugh no longer coaching the Wolverines? We should have been talking about it last season. I don't know why it hasn't happened. I, I'm, oh, I love this Michigan slander with Jalen not it's here. Not I'm slander. so here for you the know Michigan what? slander. Because no, Jalen would, would appreciate this and he would believe it too because you paid this man seven million bucks to do what? Win against Ohio State. Win against Michigan State. Win against Penn State. Did, have they done that? that exactly. Oh. So what did you pay? You could have paid anybody a million bucks to do that. Joining us now, I really didn't think you would come back after last time. It was it was tough. It was touch and go for a minute. Do you know when you really you really won me over when I said next time you should come back when Jalen's here and you were like, eh. and I was like, I like her. I well, like I, I her. I sent him a text. I said, uh, I, I'm I'm coming into the studio tomorrow. Are you going to be there? And he said, No, you're in for me, sis. So I, I kind of have a feeling he's avoiding me. This might yeah, be yeah. a little bit. That's personal. good for you, though. Trust me, that's good for you. Eh. If I wish Jalen was avoiding me, let's just say that eh. I wish he was avoiding. I'm me. starting to feel like this is a personal attack, Jalen. Well, so we, we're going to have to work these different. Changes in your life. I know the news. You do know the news. But tell our listeners. The news is that I am moving, yay, from Chicago, which I did love, Mm -hmm. to New York. The greatest city in the world. It's the greatest city in the world. I mean, Chicago. The greatest city in the world. Chicago's called the second city. Exactly. Yeah, it's like a little I don't want to hate on it too hard, but it's. That's that's really why. I mean, I know it's supposedly politics, but that's. You cover the NBA. I do. We've got Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn. Look at you guys and, claiming Brooklyn now. Well, listen. <laughs> I lived there for 12 years. I can claim Brooklyn. You can claim Brooklyn. I lived there before it was cool. Okay. Like when it was still like scary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was scared in Brooklyn. Now it's not scary at all. Unless no. you go to like where, you know, people don't go. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's. I'll, yeah. I'll still clear where but people not, don't go. Yeah, Barclays, Barclays, Brooklyn is not scary. No, Barclays, Barclays Brooklyn, Brooklyn is, is not scary Manhattan, at all. Manhattan next yes, it is. When I moved back, I lived in LA for a while. When I moved back, I assumed I would live in Brooklyn, and then I was like, wait a second, is Brooklyn just as expensive as Manhattan yes. now? Yes. Yeah. So I lived. I live in Manhattan now. I never thought I would live in Manhattan in my life. See, uh, I I have my my best friend Claire in studio with me today. Shout out to Claire. Oh, shout, shout out to Claire, out. and she always teases me about that. I am a Manhattan purist. Um, <laughs> love Manhattan and I kind of have always been like oh Brooklyn like I don't really know it's I look down on it a little bit but it's on the come up it maybe yes. maybe it's not on the come up maybe it has come up and so Brooklyn I mean like so what what be we be covering for the entertainment sports programming network 
Wow. Um, for the Entertainment Sports Programming Network, I will be covering the Nets. The Knicks. I will still have a footprint in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be visiting Miami and Jimmy Butler down there. So okay. it's kind of Eastern Eastern Conference is what we're doing. Eastern but those Conference. are the main. Those are the main players for me. Well, I'm going to ask you on the television portion of the show, but I have my doubts about Kyrie Irving and this Nets team. Like they seem to be having so much fun last year with the bench celebrations mm-hmm. and the like. No one believes mm-hmm. in us, but we can do it. And then you kind of throw Kyrie in that mix. It's just a little. There's there's a little the 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 one I was tossing around for for a, a segment we're doing for for dot com what the biggest question is for Kyrie Irving that he needs to answer this season and and my inclination is it, it's something to do with trust and that's both on the court can he be trusted as a guy to lead this team can he be trusted to be a good teammate uh, can he be trusted to be uh, in with this franchise that has had so much fun has been young yes. and scrappy and hungry shout out Hamilton shout out. and now is, is 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 has all these superstars and when you put superstars in the mix as we know that mm-hmm. changes the dynamic of a team and i'm very curious to see whether that's going to be for the positive or not i love how kyrie is like repping brooklyn now it's yeah. like he's like it's, it's like he's like repping it like he's from bedside it's like you're from new jersey dog he's like, he's like i'm going home he's walking across the bridge i'm like wait a second i'm like googling it i'm like which is he from new is jersey yeah don't you george washington bridge like I was just like, okay, Kyrie, I guess you're from Brooklyn. And he's like, oh, he's all hipster. He's got a beard. He's wearing tie-dye and vests and stuff. Wait, is that what hipster is? Tie-dye and vests? That's make someone hipster? I'm 41 years old. I have okay. no idea what hipster is anymore. I, I thought it was all I about the jeans. No I thought it was the, the, I, how much you roll over I don't, your jeans. I don't even know how cool works anymore. That's how washed I I've am. Never I'm known. in bed I, every night at I 10 p.m. I should know what cool yeah. is and because I am not 40 years old and I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely. I'm still in bed at 10 p.m. Well, so. Magic Johnson was clearly happy to be on first take this morning. He brought Always. the energy. He Always. brought the energy. <laughs> and he also had some comments about Kevin Durant. Let's listen to Irvin Magic Johnson. When I look at Michael Jordan, I look at Kobe Bryant. This brother, Kevin Durant, is one of the greatest scorers we've ever seen in NBA history. Absolutely. NBA history. So I just want him to be happy, but I don't know where he's going to find it at if he can't find it at Golden State. And, and, and I think he's just searching, and he wants his own team, right? Because Golden State was never going to be Kevin Durant's team. That was Steph Curry's team. And so now... In Brooklyn, once he gets healthy with Kyrie, maybe this will be his team. And also, too, he's looking to say, hey, I'm going to actually get the credit if I bring a championship to Brooklyn. You were just nodding along that entire time, Anika. <laughs> you were nodding along like facts. Insightful facts. magic. I, 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 here's the thing. And I, I'm not going to pretend that I've spent a ton of time around Kevin Durant. I haven't. Sure. But – what it seems like to me is this is a guy who has some sort of void that he is looking to fill. Mm. And he had his own team in Oklahoma. Sure, you know, it was part rust. You could say maybe there was a big three there and then sure. there was a big two there and there were some different things going on. But, but that was his team. But that wasn't, that wasn't good enough. That didn't fill that void. And so he went to Golden State because potentially a championship is what would then uh, fill that hole for him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that was not. He's the gone case. on record and said that the championship actually didn't make him feel the way he well, expected. Because here's the deal: if you put all this stock into, I'm going to feel changed when I win this championship. This is the one thing mm. that I'm missing, and then you win it. 
and then you don't feel different. How disappointing does that feel, right? How does that feel to be looking for something, be searching for something to get it, and then it isn't the fix that you thought it was going to be? And so I do agree with Magic that it does seem like Kevin is looking for something to fill some sort of hole. But my question becomes, didn't he already have his own team? Wasn't he already the face yes. of that? But maybe he has matured. Maybe he has grown. Maybe he has changed his outlook on some things since then. But I just am not sure that he is going to externally fill that hole. I think it's going to have to be internal. It's going to have to come from It is. And it's always like, well, he has his own team, his own team. You can even hear Magic say it. But then what else does he say? With Kyrie Irving. Right. Like, is it really – if you have Kyrie Irving on your team, is it really your own team? Right. And they're they're, – their demons seem to be somewhat similar, Ooh, right? In terms of, of yeah. the way that they operate in the world and the way that they react to criticism, the way that they are uh, both really uh, emotional players, which mm-hmm. is great that you want to see people play with heart. But when things are going down or going south or going sideways, how are those two going to be able to bring up a locker room together when they're still trying to find some pieces within themselves? So I'm with magic. I do hope that these guys find some sort of happiness. Yes. Um, but I'm just not convinced that you, if you can't make it happen for yourself, that uh, being in Brooklyn is going to be that factor that changes everything. I think this is going to be a difficult year for KD as we see him in the Brooklyn uniform for the first time. He's not going to be playing, and the Nets are not going to be the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Like, the expectations for the Nets are, like, mid-level, might not even host game one of a playoff series. Yeah. So how difficult do you think it will be for Durant sort of, like, existing but not playing for this entire season with a new team? I mean, I think that's difficult for anyone. When your identity is tied up in what you do. And then that, I I know mine is, I, I know a lot of people at ESPN, that is the case. When that then gets taken away, how do you grapple with yourself and what you're doing? And this is something he hasn't dealt with before. He hasn't dealt with having to watch his team play without him for, for a season. This long. Yeah. That's a really long time. And then the unknown of what am I going to be like when I return to the court? That's a serious injury. And although mm-hmm. in recent history, it's been one that players can come back from, that hasn't always been the case. So I think it's going to be really tough for him. I think he's going to need to really work on himself and have a really work on having a good head on his shoulders and good people around him to support him because it's not going to be easy. There are going to be times that it's sad yes. and angering and tough, and that is difficult. It's just the way. Do you know it what it is going to be? Good for us. It's going to be dramatic <laughs> in Brooklyn with it's, Kyrie being inserted and Lavert. I think people are sleeping on Lavert. Lavert coming back. Like, yeah, they're going to be a very interesting team, much Spencer more interesting Dinwiddie. than the team across the river, the Knicks. It's. Poor Knicks. Yes. Let's, yes. Let's just pour one out. We'll move on. We'll pour one out for the Knicks. We're moving on. Doc Rivers opened up to my guy, Arash Markazi, yes, and sir. the LA Times. And here's what he said about their acquisition of Kawhi Leonard. Doc said, quote, he said, I want to play for you. And he pointed at me. He said, Mr. Bomber, I love the things you do and what you stand for, but your team is not good enough. And if you don't change your team, I'm not coming. We actually had a list of guys, which was a mistake, but we got lucky. He went on to say, we shouldn't have had a list because then you got to choose who he wanted to play with and the assumption was that we could get them. We didn't know if we could get anybody. We just showed him guys that we thought would match with him. And when we saw Paul George's name, he said, I want to play with him. I am floored by this. Can I see the list? I'm floored by this. It's it's, it's like a diner menu. They gave like a menu being like, oh, Mr. Leonard, who would you like to play with? And on that menu are team players that are locked up in long-term deals with other teams. Yeah. I'm shocked by this. I mean, the gall of the Clippers to do this and then to pull it off, I'm shocked. It's. I mean, it's pretty amazing. And 
that feels like a teaser to me, though. Like, oh, we had this list. That's just asking for someone mm-hmm. to say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need to see a copy of that list real quick. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, who yeah. else was on there that they were <laughs> yeah. trying to get? Especially because in that article that Arash wrote, he said that Paul George was who Kawhi basically, like you said, handpicked. Like, uh, appetizers, main. Ah, yes, I'll have the Paul yes, George. I'll have the Paul George, um, yeah. But who else was there that he was decided that Paul George as There's someone who's... Butler rumors, but the other people were free agents, I imagine. Right. So who... And Paul George, you know, there's some questions with him coming back from injury and what's going on with that. But the thing that stuck out to me in those comments was shouting out Steve Ballmer because Steve Ballmer, to me, embodies the new type of NBA owner. Ooh, how so? He is the hands-on guy. In that article, they were talking about how Steve Ballmer, they would send up to Toronto. He would sit courtside just so Kawhi would know, hey, we're here. We're, we're not here. going anywhere. And we're here from top down. We're not here, uh, you know, with with just the coach or just a couple of players or we're going to shoot you a text. We're going to really work hard to make sure, you know, our owner, the person at the very top is going to be there. And that is so different. You know, Ramona Shelburne just came out with that uh, Donald Sterling series. Yeah, yeah. That's so different from the and owners previous, of the past. That is a good point. I mean, he is there recruiting and and Kawhi says he points to Steve Ballmer and says, I'm really impressed by you and what you do and what you stand for. This is just the other thing I'm going to need. And then Steve Ballmer pulls that off. I mean, other owners should be taking note. They really of that. should. And one thing I love about that quote is the Clippers had a good season. They exceeded expectations. Oh, yeah. They took two games from the Warriors mm-hmm. and Kawhi Leonard's in a meeting being like, not good enough. Right. If you're the Clippers, you're like, we just had a great season. Yeah. Like we, we, are, the back, we yeah. are doing well. And Kawhi's like, mm. You're all right, but you're not right, real. But you're not you know? even that. Yeah. And we, you know, we were talking about the Nets. I actually see the Nets and the Clippers yes. last season Facts. as similar teams who both added two superstars, but two very yep. different types of no superstars. No all-stars on either team. Right. Seated expectations, seemed to have a really good time, seemed to gel, had Absolutely. great chemistry, good coaching, good front office. Yep. Everything's going well. Adding superstars. And now what? You never know. Yeah. And you, what is going to You never know if, if, if this, exactly. you know, the chemistry is, is a, it's a very fickle thing. Exactly. And with these personalities, the, I mean, Kawhi doesn't have a personality, but Paul George's personality. <laughs> That's it. And Kyrie Irving in the mix. Like the the jury is still out on if adding a superstar to these sort of like over over exceeding role players is going to play out for their, their favor. But it seems to me I am much less nervous about the personality clashes of or lack of personality clashes yes. between Paul George and Kawhi. Yes. Uh, and I mean, it's not like the Clippers don't have big personalities. Well, Lou Williams and those types of guys. Pat Bev. Did you see Pat Bev working on the beach in Tim's? Yeah. He's going to be the he's, MVP this year. He's he's, he's already amazing. my MVP amazing. to work out in the beach in Tim's. Well, the Rockets have been uh, feeling themselves a little bit. You know, we have James Harden doing a big article, Tim and Fertitta. He was here recently. And now it's Daryl Morey's chance to speak up about the Rockets. He was talking to the Houston Chronicle, and he said that they should be the favorites. And he crunched the numbers, as he does. Yeah. And he said there's a 30% chance they win the championship. Do you think Dale Morey is right to think that the Rockets are the favorites in the West? I will never put my math skills up against sure, Daryl Morey's sure, sure. math skills. I mean, I, I picked my major based on, okay, only one math class? Excellent. Perfect. Mine was what time class started. <laughs> I was like, no classes before 10 a.m.? I mean, Perfect. Sure, Excellent. business, whatever. So I'm not going to say that his number is the 30% chance. I, I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. Just from a... a, a macro view though it it doesn't seem to me super realistic that the Rockets are going to be the team that comes out of uh, even the team that comes out of the West let alone the ones that win I can see it happening I 
I mean, the Clippers to me just feel like they are such they're such heavy favorites. I really like the Nuggets if if yep. uh, Jokic is able to stay healthy, if Jamal Murray is able to take the next like step. Gary Harris, right. Yeah, yeah. And so to me, I'm thinking of all the teams that I would potentially put above the Rockets. I would put the Lakers up there. I put the Clippers. Can up I sell there. you on the Rockets quickly? Let me try to sell you. Okay. Last year, one of the problems with the Rockets, James Harden had to do everything for them. You stagger James Harden and Russell Westbrook's minutes. You start them together. You finish the game together. But then you stagger. He's going to be playing less. So you're going to get the actual James Harden from the regular season in the playoffs this year. Load management. Also, Clint Capella, Eric Gordon. PJ Tucker, you're not buying this at all. I can tell from the rock eyebrow. The, the, I can tell from the, the rock the eyebrow. The eyebrow came out. The eyebrow came out. I'm sorry, Malika. I'm sorry, Malika. You haven't sold me on. Tell me how Russ and James Harden are going to play together. They're not. That's the secret. They're not. You stagger them. I really think that's going to be a thing. I don't think you'll see them on the floor together. Right, the we're beginning putting, we're betting in the end of the game. This. I will also say this coffee is one bet. thing about the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard defensively, Paul George defensively, Pat Bev defensively. Like they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna hold to a team to under seventy points. Yeah, I swear, team all it's defense. going to happen. Plants capture CO two. Here's the thing: what if we could help industrial plants capture it too? Think about how much we could help lower emissions. More and more scientists think carbon capture is the key to reducing CO two emissions globally. It's one way that ExxonMobil is helping industrial plants. Be more like plants. That's the unexpected energy of ExxonMobil. ExxonMobil is helping lead our species into the future. University of Texas, El Paso. Soccer. Okay. Big highlight here. Watch this. I want to get your take. Defensive play. And then the Iverson step over. Oh my gosh. The Iverson step over in a soccer <laughs> game. The, yeah, he's like, bro, he's like, bro. He's like, girl, girl, calm chill. Down. Yes, yes. Yes. Calm down. The Look Iverson step over in soccer, and soft move or boss move? Boss move. Boss move. I mean, she contemplated that too. She thought about it. She, she, you could tell she was like, should I do this? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going for yeah. it. I'm going to do this. You know what I love? I love her teammate who's like, ref, ref. It's okay. It's okay. We, it's fine. We, we got this. Really, what I'm surprised about though is that the girl on the ground, because this is soccer, didn't mm-hmm. start rolling around yeah, good and, point. you know, yeah, I mean, good the, point. The, 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 the grandmother, grandfather of flopping is, good point. is soccer. So. She, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't uh, <laughs> take up her flopportunity. I'm trying to make flopportunity happen as a word. Will you use it? I'm, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Gone>. <laughs> Moving on, our new best friend, Jorge Masvidal, who was here yesterday. Great fighter, great personality. He's at the press conference for his fight against Nate Diaz. And let's just check out the fit. He's got this Whoa. full Scarface Whoa. suit with the lapel and the Whoa. red. He is Miami's own Scarface suit at the press conference. Soft move or boss move? So I'm sorry. It's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a spas move. Spas, spas move. Spas, spas move. I'm I'm really not even sure. You are I'm, taken I'm aback. Mostly, you are taken aback. I'm mostly just disappointed you didn't show up in that today. That's, <laughs> that's really. I did, but my wife wouldn't on. let me leave out the house. She was okay, just like, no, 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 no. You cannot wife. represent yeah. this family in that outfit. Yeah, no, that's fair. I think he can pull it off better than you. If you had the ponytail, though, I, I think it would be good. Have you seen Scarface? I have not seen the full Scarface. So I'm young. a child. You I'm a are baby. a child. I'm an oh infant. God, you're the best. Okay. <laughs> Drake wants to get a tattoo of Celine Dion. But oh. Celine Dion is pleading that he not get a tattoo of her. 
Getting a tattoo of someone, <laughs> even though they don't want you to do it, soft move or boss move? Oh, no, that's soft move. You cannot, Very soft move. You cannot get a tattoo of someone who doesn't want you to get a tattoo of them. And I maintain that with parents getting tattoos of their baby's faces. Your baby needs to be able to consent. Good point. To Good get point. It. Because you do not want to be a grown man with a like infant child tattooed to your yeah. chest. And not often, cool. Often, more often than not, doesn't look right. But if Celine wanted to get Drake tattooed on her, I would say that's a boss move. She can do whatever she wants. She should do that. Yeah, yeah, Celine is that's perfect. That's fine. She, she can do is whatever perfect. She She's perfect. Boss move. I don't think I can name a Celine song. Okay, but can you sing one? No. Let's move on. All right, I'm disappointed in you, but that's fine. All right. Remember the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich that took over the nation yet last week or two weeks ago? Well, now all the other fast food chains are trying to sort of like do something similar. You've already got the, the uh, rock eyebrow up. You're already skeptical. Right. You're already skeptical. Okay. KFC has now released this chicken sandwich, but instead of bread, donuts. Donuts instead of bread on a chicken sandwich. Soft move or boss move? A dead move. I think if you end up eating dead that, move. like dead I, move. you have to roll me out of it's, here. It's one of these things. It's like no one. It's not going to taste good. No. It's like, not why don't we make good. things that taste good if we're a restaurant? It's not crazy taste idea. Good. Like in the conference room, who who co-signed this as an idea? This is not going to work. I got to admit I kind of want to try it now. I kind of I kind of want to really? try it. Yeah. A then it's bit. a boss move. <laughs> then I'm saying it's a boss move. <laughs> now this one. They had a bikini coffee shop in Seattle. You know, you went to school in the Northwest. I went to school. You're I've familiar been, with I've these. I've been to bikini coffee shops. Yes. Okay. So you know the deal. Well, the this one, one, this one wasn't doing well, and okay. they weren't selling any coffee, and okay. they had to go out of business. Okay. Oh, sad. So they reopened as a shirtless male coffee shop. Soft move or boss move? Buying coffee from a ripped shirtless dude. Boss move. For boss me. move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I mean, okay. Not not with you. No. That's why I said that is not Photoshop. That's actually what I look like <laughs> with my shirt off. Here's the thing, though. The, the 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 women that I knew that did work at those types of places in college mm-hmm. is a good place to get some extra money. Sure, sure. Spilling coffee, hot coffee on oh, yourself no. was like oh, a no. serious thing. So that I'm just saying, like, watch. Maybe I should your keep this nipples. job. Is what yeah, you're saying? Yeah. Like okay. it's it could be Very dangerous. Fair. All I care about is my nipples. Seriously. Thank you so much for joining the show, Seriously. Malika. We'll be back. On Monday. Seriously. Why is that, Karen? We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Gotta give the people. Now. Give people what they want. They're my little guys. I love them. Speaking of the hobbits, let's talk about LeBron James. All I care about is my nipples. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. 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 Seriously.